From KYW News Radio in Philadelphia, this is Scroll Down. I'm Tom Rickert. Today on the podcast, who needs college? You could just work right out of high school and like you know what you're doing, you like what you're doing, and you could just do that for a living, and I enjoy it. For years, parents have been telling their kids pretty much the same thing. Parents push their kids to college. That's the bottom line. Everybody chooses, oh, let's go to college. But now... They can't find any jobs. High schoolers are having different ideas. We show them you can make a very good living. I mean, I've been making six figures for the past 20 years. So, what's the trend here? For a hundred years, we've been the ugly duckling of education, but not anymore. We need tradesmen in this country. And why did the millennials in Generation Z react so differently to the quarter-life crisis? I watched my brother make so much money, and I'm like, wow, I really want to do this. We need young blood in those spots. going on, Mike? Hey, Tom. How you doing, bud? Mike Darty, reporter here at KYW News Radio, front of the podcast. A little while back, you went to South Jersey for a radio story. And when you came back, you walked over to my little corner of the newsroom and said you had some high school kids you wanted to introduce to everybody. So who did you meet? Yeah, so I went to Gloucester County Institute of Technology. It's a vocational training high school. I met Alex Gonzalez. Um, 10th grade, sophomore. He is in the electrician program there. Electrical construction. I met Cameron Holmstrom. My name's Cameron Holmstrom. And he is in the welding program. I am a sophomore in welding fabrication. The school set me up with these kids. They brought them in. They knew I was coming, what, what I was there for. I wanted to do a story about the increase in enrollment at the school because I've been seeing more people, especially the the high school age kids are more interested in getting involved in these trades versus, you know, you got to go to college, you got to go to college. The numbers are starting to level out a little bit. Why did Alex and Cameron say pursuing trades, trade school, makes more sense to them than going to college? What kind of went through your mind as you decided well at least with alex he just likes working with his hands how'd you make that decision i always want to like work hands-on and it just always kind of interested me so when i shadowed here and i liked what i did it was really fun i was really interested in it and from there on i just continued along with it and right now i'm looking forward to doing it a lot more in life he found that i can make a living doing this i can earn a real living wage i'm never going to be rich he's never going to be you know a billionaire but he's going to be a happy happy man. He's going to be able to build the family and just live a regular a regular life and doing something he enjoys. You know what you're doing. You like what you're doing. And you could just do that for a living. And I enjoy it. For Cameron, it was a similar thing. His brother's a welder. He sees what his brother's going through. He sees the cash in his brother's pocket. And he's like, wow. I watched my brother make so much money. And I'm like, wow, I really want to do this. And you know what? The work is actually kind of fun too. Why welding? Why, why is that something that you were drawn to? I have fun doing it. Where the other trades, I really, I really liked them, but it's welding really chose. It made me feel like at home, and I had fun doing it. It's the same thing for both of them. They they enjoy doing it. It's not like they're just powering through the school because they see money at the end of the tunnel. They like the work. They like working with their hands. They don't mind getting a little dirty. With Cameron, he said his brother is in a union and kind of does side jobs, and he sees that as a as a real viable future for himself. I want to start a business around junior year for welding. And then also, too, I want to be in the 420 steam fitters, as my brother is as well. They're not even in their senior year yet. Once senior year hits, they'll be able to get out 
and earn money while they're still in school. I mean, they'll have a part-time job just like I, you know, I was lifeguarding and delivering pizzas. He's going to be working towards his career. I think that's pretty cool. The jobs that Alex and Cameron are looking for, are they there right now? Oh, there's a shortage. Uh, There's no question about it. Uh, And especially with the age of the people who currently do those jobs, you know, they're not getting younger. uh, So there's going to be even more of a shortage going forward. In Philadelphia, uh, I covered a couple of different stories over the years. Early summer, I interviewed the mayor of Philadelphia. He was saying that they are importing welders from Europe because they can't find enough here. And they're making 90K. Yes, it's crazy because they're in such a high demand. And every every city is in such a high demand of all the trades because everybody too is, oh, let's go to college. But some of these people from college, they're going back to trades because they can't find any jobs. They're importing from Europe because they don't have enough people here, like Cameron, who can do it. You know, he wants that job eventually, but he's not ready for it yet. There's not enough of Camerons to go around right now. Welding, electrician, carpentry... Plumbing, heating, it has to be done at your house by a person. And you need to have enough people to do them. And I don't know about you, but if my toilet breaks, I don't know what to do. I'm going to have to call somebody. Yeah, I'm not messing with that. There's going to be a need going forward unless they come up with some sort of robot who could fix a toilet or do some welding. These jobs are going to be there for a long time. One of the things that stuck out to me is... How much these two high schoolers are thinking about economic insecurity. I graduated high school in 2007, right before the recession. We all spent our time all through college basically thinking, oh man, we're never going to find a job. I was hoping that there would be some reason for today's students to be a little bit more optimistic about it, but it looks like at least for at least for these two, that's not the case for, for jobs outside of the trades. No, you know, how many people do you know that went to school for liberal arts and came out with $100,000 in debt and then had trouble finding a job? Millennials went to college more than any other generation, I believe. They have more debt than anybody else, and they're having just as hard, if not harder, a time of finding career employment than anybody else. These kids see this. They see, they see the the path that others before them took, and they're thinking, I don't know about that. That doesn't look like a pretty good idea. I don't want to have the insecurity. I don't want to have the, the you know, being indecisive about what I want to do with my life. They both decided this is what I want to do. Now they can change their mind. They're 16 years old. They might change their mind along the way. But at least to me, it sounds as though this is an opportunity for them to set themselves up forever. Do you think there's a stigma t- attached with trades versus people who go to college i do think a lot of people like think like like, oh you should go to college you should go there like work like just like don't work out of high school but i feel like it could be beneficial too because you're getting a job right out of high school you're getting paid and you're making like a good start in life right there yes there is a very big stigma between that because my parents actually their parents chose them they were like oh you should go to college and get a great education but actually these trades are in such a great time period and you're making so much money, it's really just a big deal. We also spoke to some teachers. Or who do you want? He's an electrical teacher and he's welding. Well, start welding, yeah. Why not start with welding? Yeah, yeah that's where the money well, seems to be. Like yeah, right. Figures. They teach the trades now, but a couple of them, I, one of them, Dan Roskowicz. Um, in the last couple of years, there's a definite move towards uh, 
career tech education. He's a welding instructor. He, he welded for years. But now, uh, you know, and let's face it, most of the um, most of the tradesmen today look like me, old and gray-haired. And uh, they, we need young blood in those spots. He's hoping to train the next generation. These kids got a heck of an opportunity. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they don't go to college. College is still on the table. Our students in their academic classes are taking college prep classes or honors classes. And our kids can, if they decide to continue their education and go to college, maybe become construction engineers or electrical engineers. They can do that. Uh, if they want to do their apprenticeship and get their welding certificate and become welders and then go to business school, all the better. It's just more, you know, so to bolts in the chamber, so to speak, to give yourself a better chance. Uh, once you have a trade, uh, you know, you, you're always going to make a dollar. And we need to bring that back. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a vocational graduate. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I had guidance counselors try and talk me out of it. But I've never been out of work. And for the last 21 years, I've had the privilege of coming here every day and working with some pretty good kids. But that's not to take away from the fact that there's a real shortage. And uh, Fred McCoy teaches electric at the school, made many of the same points. Go ahead, follow that, man. Well, I, know, man. Follow that. I, I don't talk to my welders. I'll talk to him about a real trade now. I'll watch what he says. Watch what I say. Pull the plug on me. Pull the plug on me. What's your name? Fred McCoy. We need tradesmen in this country. They're desperate for tradesmen. It's a known fact. I mean, I've been in the electrical business since I was 17. Went through the apprenticeship program, Local 98, IBW. So I was in a union. Started my own business. Still have my own business. So I teach all day, and I still have employees out in the field. And there's an ability to make a lot of money. If you're a good tradesman, you go to school, you do what you have to do, you will make money. There are plenty of opportunities within Philadelphia, South Jersey, if you wanted to go someplace else. That's another part of this is that you learn a trade, you learn a skill, you can do it anywhere. There's going to be somebody who needs an electrician. There's going to be somebody who needs a welder. You'll be able to find a job with your skill pretty much anywhere you go. So this is something, your, your story was specifically about what's happening at this tech school in South Jersey. Yeah, Gloucester County Institute of Technology. There are indications that the state is also recognizing that there's value in making it a little easier for these students to study these trades. The New Jersey Department of Labor, Brian Matei also works at the school. He works with the Department of Labor. That one of the standing jokes is, you know, don't ask me to have a bachelor's degree and then give me $11 an hour. My name is Brian Matei. What his, his role is, he doesn't teach at the school. My job is to try and put the students out on job sites. So he'll, he'll work with unions and private companies that have different jobs that they're working on. And then senior year, these kids get sent out and they start you know earning $10, $15 an hour while they're in school learning these trades. And Brian Matei kind of helps set them up. The students that I deal with tend to be very motivated to go to work i got a captive audience. They're coming to me because, as the cooperative ed coordinator, they want to go to work. That's all part of the Department of Labor in New Jersey. There's a push within the state to kind of solve this shortage as well. There's one more thing I want to say about Brian. One of the things he tries to instill with them when he talks with them is that these jobs aren't easy. You know, you're not sitting at a desk. There's physical labor involved. But it's something to be proud of. You know, everybody thinks that, Doctor is a great position, and it is. There's tons of education, and 
there's something to be proud of, but he wants them to feel just as proud of what they do because it's just as important for a lot of people. To give them the same respect and, and subsequently have the same respect for themselves when they start going into this to be proud of being a tradesperson, to be to, to have that same pride that a doctor has, that a lawyer has, uh, and, and to understand that they can, they can be very successful. He wants them to be just as proud as a doctor would be doing what they do. Do you have any idea if this thing that you found at a tech school in South Jersey is indicative of any larger trends across the country? Yeah, I believe it is. Now, I had a hard time finding recent numbers on this. These are a little bit older, but in 1999, the Department of Education says there was 9 million students enrolled at these vocational schools, career tech schools. In 2014, that jumped 7 million to 16 million students enrolled. I don't know if it's a population shift, but it seems to me that's a pretty big spike in numbers. And speaking with the staff at Gloucester County Institute of Technology, they said the enrollments even jumped since 2014. So the, the, the numbers that we have are a little bit out of date, but I think they sort of flesh out how the trend is not just here and in, that, in this area. It's, it's a national trend. More and more people are not so afraid of entering a blue-collar type of environment. The stigmas are being removed slowly but surely, I think, especially when you, you know, you, it's hard to criticize a, you know, a plumber when they're making $120,000 a year. Mike Doherty, time's yours. How can people follow you online, see what you're working on? You can find me on Twitter, at Mike Doherty, M-I-C, and uh, always on KYW News Radio. Thanks for coming back to the podcast, man. Love it, Tom. Love it. And that's it for this week's show. Scroll Down is hosted and produced in the KYW News Radio studios in Philadelphia. You can follow us on Twitter at Scroll Down Pod. I'm at T Rick, T E E R I C K. If you want to help us out here at the show, please just take a minute to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It helps us keep making Scroll Down and gets it to new listeners. I'm Tom Rickard. Thank you for listening to Scroll Down. I'll talk to you again next time.